What are you an expert at? If you have a podcast, chances are your show features your area of expertise. But how much do you really know about podcast production? My clients often thank me for making their shows sound great. But in my opinion, the main benefit I provide for all of my production clients is time. Time to do what they are experts at. Time to grow their businesses. Time to focus and not stress out trying to do the technical production work that isn't their area of expertise. If you have a podcast or want to start one and you're ready to save three hours or more each week to focus on the stuff you're an expert at, I'd love to do all of your editing, mixing, mastering, and show distribution for you so that you can focus on growing your community and business. You can find out more at emeraldcitypro.com services. Everybody and welcome. I'm your host, Danny Osmond. If you love podcasts, if you are passionate about your business, if you want to create and grow a podcast that will connect you with your ideal customers, and you want access to education, to resources, and to other amazing business leaders and podcasters who can help you do it better every single day, then this is the podcast for you. Today, I want to talk about change. Now, as someone who is going through a move right now, change is an everyday occurrence in my life. Change is inevitable. Some changes we initiate and enter into willingly, while other changes are thrust upon us. Changes that happen to us may be desirable or undesirable. All change is a step into the unknown. Changes emerge from a variety of sources, right? Changes in family, changes as we age, changes through the phases of our business, changes in technology, changes in the market, changes in what were once tried and true practices, changes brought on by a significant personal event or calamity, changes in relationships. Whether we choose a change for ourselves or have some change imposed on us, change demands that we leave what we know and move toward what is not yet clearly defined. For this reason, change offers us amazing opportunities for personal and professional growth but we often miss those opportunities. Here are just a few reasons why. We might buck or balk at the change. When we actively resist change that is unavoidable, we're prone to fight, kick, grumble, and complain about it. If the change is truly inevitable, then this negative response only serves to prolong our misery and hinder our growth. This response also makes us difficult to live with. We may blame others for the change, If what we perceive to be negative change is forced upon us, it's easy to resent those who imposed the change. Our resentment can evolve into anger, holding grudges and broken relationships. Our dark responses place us in a thick, gloomy smog that prevents us from seeing or dealing with the situation clearly. We may retreat from the change. We do this by passively avoiding the change, trying to postpone it or deny its reality. The approach transports us into a fantasy world of our own creation where no real growth or forward movement can occur. How do we respond to change in a healthy manner? So let's talk about five strategies for dealing effectively with change. Number one, accept the change and step into it 
with childlike wonder. Have you ever noticed that when Americans travel abroad, there are really only two major types of tourists? On the one hand are tourists who want to experience their host country by retaining as much of America as possible. <laughs> they eat at McDonald's, they get their coffee at Starbucks, they stay at places where everyone speaks English, and so forth. Frankly, I'm not sure why they even bothered traveling abroad when they could experience the same thing in a borough of Detroit, New York, or LA. The second kind of tourist studies the language of the host country before they depart. They seek to stay in out-of-the-way places unfrequented by tourists. They wander around with childlike wonder, attempting to soak up as much of the culture, its people, and its beauty as possible. I think you get the picture. When change is thrust upon us, we need to approach it like that second tourist. But you may object. The tourist chooses to travel to a foreign land. I didn't choose this change. This leads us to the second strategy. Anticipate change. Okay, we may not have chosen a particular change, but often we can anticipate it and prepare ourselves for it. We already know that change is inevitable. So look around you. What changes do you see coming down the pike? In view of those changes, ask yourself, what new skills will I need in order to embrace this change? What can I learn from this change, personally and professionally? And how can I leverage this change for good in my life, my business, and the lives of those I love? Now, the third strategy, assess the change. If the change appears to be unpleasant or unwanted, discover whether it's possible to reject or negotiate some aspects of the change then embrace what you cannot alter and make the best of it. Stephen Covey lists fear of change and postponing improvement as one of the seven habits of ineffective people. Now, strategy number four, allow time to grieve. While this may seem overstated, some changes warrant a time of grief. For instance, when we send a child off to college, we're happy for them and their new experience, but we grieve their departure. We may also grieve losing a longtime client to a competitor. Or we may simply struggle with having to leave an old system or process behind. If that's the case, have a funeral for it. Celebrate its past service and put it to rest. Doing so will help you move on and embrace the new change. If you're watching Marie Kondo's uh, Netflix series on tidying up or getting rid of clutter, this is something that she has people do with stuff that they're um, emotionally attached to and have trouble getting rid of. They... You, you thank it for its service and then let it go. And finally, the fifth strategy, advance as a change agent. Whenever possible, initiate change instead of having it imposed on you. This puts you in charge. Constantly watch for ways to improve what you're doing. Are you currently using two apps that could be replaced with one? You know that weekly or monthly task that takes so much time? How can you complete it more quickly and still do it well? When you hear yourself complaining about the way something works, why not improve it? Maybe there's a routine task that you loathe. Find someone else to do it. Let's face it, things would get pretty boring without change. Don't let change get you down. Promote it, embrace it, and grow by it. So, there you have it. If you're ready to make a real change in your business in 2019, start today by first of all subscribing to this show on Apple or Stitcher or Android or Google Podcast or whatever. Number two, please leave me a review. It's really helpful in getting the word out to other people. Apple likes it when people rate and review shows and it puts it up in search results and things like that. 
And number three, share it with a friend, a colleague, a coworker who you think would enjoy my episodes. So that's it. I look forward to seeing you next week in the next episode.